On the dashboard today, we've got this very interesting prototype from a brand new company called Orion Knives. This is the Solaris from Orion Knives. We have Orion Knives' new prototype, the Solaris. A prototype by Orion Knives. Check this out. Yo, what's going on? We have got Blade Banter on tonight. Nighttime podcast. Cheers to you, my friend, and everyone else. Yeah, definitely. I was wondering if this was going to happen because you were like, oh, man, I'm in traffic. And then, um, you know, but I'm glad that you got on. I'm very excited for you. The reason why I wanted you to be on here is your knife, the knife that you designed, is on Kickstarter right now. Uh, the Orion, right? Yeah, the Orion's the brand, and then the Solaris is Solaris. the name of that knife. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, let's just go back to, like, the origins. I know we talked about it a little bit before when you were on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. This is the third time you've been on, right? Or second time? Uh, second time. Yeah, Okay, second, second time. time. So, you know, um, you explained a little bit briefly about you were still shopping around about who's going to do it, who's going to make it. Mm-hmm. You decided to go with QSP, right? Yep. Yeah, QSP is making it. I already had that um, relationship with them, worked with them already, went to Blade Show, Shot Show with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was kind of kind of a no-brainer as far as actually working with them and everything else. So yeah. that's the way I went. Hold on a second. Let me just get rid of this thing real quick. Yeah, there you go. So um, when uh, when is the Kickstarter going to end? Uh, September 7th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so um, don't quote me on that exactly, but I believe it's the 7th. Of is that September. like two weeks? No, it's basically 45 days. 45 uh, days. Okay. Yeah, so you still got campaign. some time. So oh, yeah. everybody that loves my show, that loves my channel, please go get a Solaris, right? And, you know, I'm going to put this crazy thing out there right now. The biggest backer of this knife, like I'm going to give you an award, a reward or something. Like <laughs> whether you want to hop in on a podcast with me or just something, we're going to do some. So the person who backs the most... So I'm going to get a, a, a reward from me. Yeah, they can take a little screenshot of it. And I once they backed and they'll actually show them how much yeah. it was and everything. So right. And easy. then, you know, I'll give, I don't know, maybe we'll do a giveaway or, um, or maybe like I'll do something special. Like I said, like if you ever, if a person wants to hop in on the podcast or, or uh, maybe advertise their business or something like that, it would be kind of cool. Nice. But Awesome. Yeah, dude. So, you know, how did you decide to go with the button lock? You said that you love button locks, right? From what Yeah, I- button locks are kind of the key of it. I mean, it kind of was like this one as far as like the TITAC 2. Yes, that uh, is the was, beloved button yeah, lock. Yeah, it's kind of where it started from. I mean, it has the most type of fidget action for it. It's a little sloppy. I mean, this is kind of when I first got into it. Uh, the, this type of button lock was like really good and everything else after experiencing some other button locks, maybe the yeah. Medford, uh, the ProTech, you know, button locks. Oh, you can Pro-Tech, kinda tell, yeah. yeah. You can kind of tell a little bit difference as far as the quality of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where you can kind of see that this is a little bit sloppy. Uh, yeah. it's still fun. It's still a good thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, but that's kind of where, uh, the button lock became my favorite type of lock uh, for that fidget factor and then how it actually works. The Mordax had a button lock, right? Am I correct yeah, on this? Yeah, Mordax on yeah, uh, Malibu. That's the last one uh, that I got to try. Yeah. Through the Apex Passeron group, man, yeah, which Apex you, you know, I wanted to ask you something about this. Yeah. And I, I have just been, I loved the way you've been taking care of the group. And like, I know that you keep track of what everyone has. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm just thinking this. And I'm like, I think David is keeping track of what I have because he puts me like lower, which I'm, I'm glad that you do if you do it because I hold on to the shit too long. Like I have dedicated a series on my channel called Too Many Cuts. And yeah. it's like when I have too many knives and I have to send them out. So like the next day I ship like five knives. Yeah, but you come at, like whenever you do that, you come off of like I'm like getting on to you. I'm like, you're on no, no. everything. It's like, no, no. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely is. Yeah, some of it is like if you have a bunch already, they're like, mm-hmm. ah, well, we'll move you down a little bit. And so you can clear out these and then we'll get to the yeah. other one afterwards. That's good, dude. I'm glad that you do that. I, you know what? You know what's crazy is I feel like I have uh, – all the capability to make content and stuff, but I almost feel like I need someone to help manage me. You know, like Kelly did something for me like recently where 
you know, she knows I love whiskey and bourbon and she bought me whiskey from this uh, small distillery called the Orange County Distillery awesome. and, um, in like a farmer's market in the city. Right. And she was like, hey, my, you know, my uh, fiance has a podcast. Uh, would you open to would you be open to collaborate? And like maybe, you know, like he'll drink another podcast. He'll you know advertise. Yeah. It. And I'm like, that is the first business like thing to ever happen yeah. on the channel dude and i i and never it, think that way and is you that know? is that solid now so are you sponsored by a certain no uh, certain whiskey the guy was like bourbon? let's you know like he wants he definitely like wants to work on it um so we're just we're still working it out right now like i haven't like wrote him like yeah. oh <laughs> like, I'm so you gotta bad. follow up i know man i'm so bad like remember the mikhail williamson thing i oh, passed yeah. it off to you like right away i was like yeah. I can't I can't do this. Yeah, but he said like every single knife that he had though. That yeah. was like, I was expecting to maybe drop off a few of them. It was like every single one of his knives that he came out with. It's like, it's like, ah, oh, that's a lot. At first, I was a little hurt at first in that pass around because oh, I, thought, I was like, oh my, I got the, I got the stuff and I get it last. But then I was like, you know what? That was the wisest thing to do mm. because I would hold on to the stuff too long. And, you know, and I want people to, you know, advertise for, for Williamson Copenhagen yeah. and get the word out there for them. So back to the Solaris, man. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, the Kickstarter starts at 80, right? Um, what do you mean? Oh, $80. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's $80 shipped domestically. I'm getting a few requests for international. Uh, the thing yeah. about that is international is international where it's like, it's hard to get things shipped out to folks and then it gets mm -hmm. customs seized. Uh, and then also like for pricing wise, I looked up like for priority uh, shipping international, it's like 27 to like 30 something bucks. Mm -hmm. So if people are really willing to, then I might add that in as far as the international side, yeah. but it's going to be $80 plus another 20 something to 30 yeah. something dollars. Uh, so that's where I just don't know if people will be interested in doing that for international. Um, plus it's just, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know how it's going to do that. Yeah. You know, um, I, was eighty dollars a price point you were kind of like searching for? How did you end up on that number? Yeah, uh, seventy-five was actually um, the point when I was looking for. Uh, it it um, the manufacturing costs went up a little bit, so I did um, go from eight, seventy-five to eighty dollars shipped, yeah. which isn't a big jump, but it is something mm -hmm. that I was shooting for seventy-five and got to eighty. So that's not a really big far jump from where I was going to initially. Um, but that I just want to keep it um, somewhat of budget because then. Uh, when I first started out, I mean, the the Kershaw Skyline, which was like $40, was like, I'll never buy that knife. That's going to be the only <laughs> knife I'll ever own. Uh, and then it was like 40 bucks. And it's like, so now... Um, You've broken that rule now. <laughs> yeah, I've broken the world quite a bit from there. But I mean, that was like, I didn't want to deviate too far from that. So I still wanted to have it be open to folks that are starting out. Although a lot of people starting out will be like, well, that's too much to spend for a knife. Mm -hmm. uh, but it also coming into as far as the enthusiasts, as far as people that are really into it already, mm -hmm. uh, giving them an option to like try it out, be able to experience it. And then uh, it just is a good uh, budget option. It, it covers all the marks for it. It's good in hand. It's fidget factor. I mean, you're yeah. fidget. You're all about the fidget. So, I'm I mean, all fidgety. Yeah. I'm all fidgety, man. Like yeah. I myself am I'm a fidgety person, like whether I have a knife or not. But yeah. um, so what's the, let's talk about the specs of the knife a little mm -hmm. bit, right? Like what blade steel are you using? Uh, 14C28, now, which is the Sandvik ah, steel. Yes. Yeah. So that's, yeah, Kershaw was using it forever. A lot of rake, rake knives, right? Yep. Yep. They use it. Now, so it's still being used uh, today, um, but it was used for a long time with them. And it was actually a steel that was manufactured for cutlery. So mm -hmm. other than some of the other ones that are out there are kind of just steels that uh, kind of utilized and moved into the cutlery world. Uh, 14C28 now was actually for knives and for cutlery. Yeah, that's awesome. That's very refreshing to hear that. Um, so you're, it, it's a button lock, so you've got mm -hmm. that fidget factor. You've got the 14C28N, the beloved budget steel. That No one really has a bad thing to say about it. If they mm -hmm. love budget knives, that's kind of like the choice, right? Because yeah. like no one wants to hear about d2 anymore they're like well, yeah that's the ah. thing that's the thing people <laughs> are still asking me like why didn't you go with d2 because it, mm -hmm. it still sells uh so yes. that's where i didn't want to just have a steel to, to stamp on there just mm -hmm. to sell more i just i wanted yeah. to give a good option because then d2 is probably uh, as far as corrosion resistance is probably like the sixth percentile like not not like past 10 it's six mm -hmm. so as far as all the other knives out there uh, so 
people are just going to have uh, like some of the knives that you experienced now uh, when it came from uh, JT. I mean, they're rusty. Yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah. You don't want to have that now with it. So right. it kind of takes away from it. So that's why I want to go with something a little bit better, uh, corrosion resistance and actually yeah. you know, a proven steel. Yeah, you know, the thing is, is like, if you ask uh, an enthusiast, like not an expert, like someone that's like in that range, mm-hmm. uh, shopping for that range of knives, 50 to 100 bucks, they love 14C28N. Like I yeah. myself, like absolutely love that steel. It's easy to sharpen. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's just a nice steel, man. I like it. You know, if I was going to have a choice of what budget steel I would want, that would be it, man. Yeah, it's button. So it's button lock. It has a flipper. It has re- remo- uh, removable thumb studs. Yeah. So if you don't like the thumb studs, take it off. If you yep. don't like the flipper tab, I tell people a Dremel tool is easy. So yeah. just cut the thing off. It's yeah. like a little nub that you can cut off and you can have yeah. no flipper uh, tab as well. So a lot of different ways to open that. Wow, that's up. cool. How many colors does it come uh, into? Yeah, so going to be the base uh, G10 is going to be the scale. So it's going to be a black uh, scale uh, mm-hmm. on both sides. And then the accents is going to be the thing that you can choose. So it's either going to be red or blue is going to be the two options. So that's going to be the aluminum pivot collar and then the G10 backspacer um, matching colors uh, for that. And then uh, that's going to be the options currently. And then if we can get fully funded, then I'm going to look at stretch goals. I probably have like a natural G10 uh, mm-hmm. for the handle scales or uh, possibly carbon fiber. Uh, but that's where Ooh. we have to get to that first step. Yeah, yeah. And yep. then afterwards, yep. we're going to go for those stretch goals. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. Like, I, I really want this thing. It's like, I feel like you're one of us, man. You know, you're an Apex Pass Around group. You're part of, like, that core group of my, like, knife YouTuber friends. Mm. Like, we all kind of started in a similar time and stuff like that. So when you were like, hey, I remember when you were posting on Instagram, like, I'm designing this knife. Yeah. And like now we're here. Uh, was it very difficult communicating? I've done some outsourcing before. Yeah. And uh, I even even when I was outsourcing to the Philippines and I speak like so many dialects, mm. it was freaking hard, dude. Yeah. You know, like, so how, was that a difficult process? It, it was. And that's where I mean, I started the process back in I, it was, I think it was June 2019 is when I did the first sketch. And then I think I, I gave them the green light to go ahead November of 19. And it took a while. Uh, so that's one thing about the button lock. Uh, it's, it's simplistic in its way it operates, but difficult to machine and get correct. Uh, so that's where um, it was kind of trying to meet in that, that middle point. So when I actually went to a SHOT show, um, it still wasn't finalized. So we actually were still, I was trying to show them, I brought some button locks and I was like, okay, this is how I want it to operate. This is what it should look like. Yeah. And then, so when they're taking it back, um, they, uh, it was just that point of just trying to get it to a point where I knew what it could do and for the fidget factor and for how it operates. And then, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of, it was their first button lock uh, for QSP. Yeah. Uh, so that's where um, it was just trying to get that um, kind of to meld together and to be actually um, what I was looking for. Yeah, I, I you know, it's funny. Um, I was just showing off the first QSP knife I ever got, and that was the mm. Parrot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, you know, this is a $20 knife and stuff. And, you know, it doesn't get much better than that for 20 bucks. you know. Well, now you have the Penguin, so... The penguin is pretty good too. How much yeah. is the penguin right now? Yeah, it's like it's like twenty five, thirty bucks. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna be micarta, and yeah. that one's down to D two though. Yeah, you know it's it, it's just crazy. I remember when I first got the parrot, I was like, holy crap, man! Like, you know, because if you think about it, like the Camillus like keto is twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just did an unboxing of that, and like it doesn't even compare like the quality, yeah. Yeah. you know. So I like QSP, man. I, I I think JT when he was on the podcast. He said that um, he really likes how they just go for it. Mm. You know what I mean? They're not following trends. They're doing all this kind of like wild shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and, I, and I have to get with, back with him too as far as mm-hmm. getting something out to um, get something else going. So I, I'm going to be getting out probably the Hawk. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, there will be maybe a fixed blade coming around yeah. uh, from them as well. For, from the uh, Apex? So, for the Apex? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How is that now, by the way? Like, I, I've noticed some new members and I'm just like, sometimes I'm seeing people, like I, I chat with people on Instagram and then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit, you're in Apex. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's how many uh, people do we have now? Did we? I think we're like 38. I don't think we broke 40 yet now, but okay. we're getting, getting up there. Uh, so that's where some people are still not as, they don't, they're not as involved now. So yeah, some yeah, I understand. Some of the people that are kind of busy, mm-hmm. uh, but 
that's where it's kind of that ebb and flow of things. So now we kind of get new people in, some people kind of go out. Uh, and that's where I, I brought uh, basically Sean from Gear Towards Gears coming out of retirement mm -hmm. to actually review the knife. So that's kind of a cool thing. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. That's very it, so. cool. Very cool, man. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about like stopping YouTube? Have you ever had thoughts like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens because it's just yeah. a matter of kind of just looking at things and it's just like, and then sometimes you don't feel like you're getting the growth because then like mm -hmm. people bypass me and like, yeah, like well past, like even if they started like much earlier than me yeah, and, or much later than me and then they just bypass me and it's just like, oh, what am I doing wrong? But then like I try and go back to, I think what you do is just like, well, what do I want to learn or what, I, what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. What do I want to share and kind yeah. of go back to kind of roots of things because that's where uh, you just got to enjoy it. And that's where yeah. I think I got to get better about just scheduling so that's where i put pressure on myself because sometimes i'm I'm recording editing and posting like the same day instead of actually just having that, that thing yeah that's tough do, do, do you um you post how many times once a week you think uh i try to do at least once a week but i normally try to do two uh, so yeah. i was getting down to like a monday friday type of scheduling mm -hmm. uh, to get uh, the actual uh, videos out there so i was kind of throwing in unboxing or yeah. the actual review once a week is good, man. You know, like what my channel has turned into and it's gotten pretty comfortable, the schedule, even though I work six days, uh, I'm able to edit at the shop, which is like a huge advantage, right? So even though the pay cut, I had to do it because we were starting a business, yeah. um, doing pretty well, by the way, shout out to Ala CBD. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm able to, during the downtime, I could like edit a video. So I would record a video in the morning. And then maybe if I want to release it that night, like I release a, an unboxing today uh, of this freaking thing that Civivi yeah. sent us, man. Yeah, I know. I still didn't get Dude, one. Yet, so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Going on. I mean, I was just, I literally just posted the QSP parrot like two days ago on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cannot get better than this for 20 bucks. And then you get this monster for 2850. It's got weight reduction, recess screws. It's got ATR 14 MOV, ATR 13's older brother. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I think that's some of the roots. So like, that's one thing that I kind of have an issue with CVV on. Is mm -hmm. like they're they they're kind of pushing into weird territory in some yeah. sense, where it's kind of melting too much. Where yeah. they went when they first came out, they were like, okay, well we're gonna run uh, titanium pocket clips and offer it for like 50, 60 bucks. And yeah. now they're like into the hundred dollar range and kind Sometimes, of pushing yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, but then this one is like twenty eight fifty. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck, and that was named by I think it was an Instagram thing where you can then kind of mm -hmm. uh, name it. So they actually chose one of the um the, the names fracture from posting. Yeah, yeah fracture. Fracture. Yeah. I was like, all right, pretty cool, man. Yeah. So it, how is uh how is you've been working this whole time? You've been working like physically going yeah. out or working from yeah. home? Yeah. No, I've been going out and then working. So no, that's kind of there hasn't been too much of a change. I think I was out of work for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, on furlough and then I went back to work and kind of been just doing that had reduced hours for a bit and then now I'm kind of back to regular full-time work schedule has it been weird being out man um uh you know in New York City it is wild out here yeah. dude it is like I don't I can't say like I don't feel safe because living in New York City and you, when you're outside, you always have to be aware, right? There's no relaxation yeah, yeah. ever. But now it's like people are just crazier. Like I've lived yeah. there since 1987 and something is always like giving, getting me high alert, you know? And if, I, I think if, if I wasn't like taking CBD every day, I'd be freaking out, bro. Well, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, you're going to start, are you going to do like a secondary shop? I mean, that's the kind of thing you start out with them and you're going to kind of build it um, up, maybe have a secondary shop. It's, it's, it's doing good now. Uh, things have kind of like picked up since the quarantine, believe it or not. I think people have started taking their health more seriously and they're just looking for things to boost their immune system that is natural. You know what yeah. I mean? And CBD does that. I'm not saying it's a cure for COVID, even though there are studies being done on that right now, that CBD uh, is good for COVID treatment and prevention. They're like studying it right now because it's... Um, brings down inflammation in the lungs and shit like that because it naturally is one of the best things to fight inflammation so uh but yeah what was i getting to this oh yeah like new york city is just wild right now <laughs> like, yeah yeah oregon's been kind of interesting where it's just like mm -hmm. it was less traffic before and so traffic started to pick up again with everything kind of opening back up 
And then, I mean, there's like all the riots in Portland. So I'm not in Portland, I'm down in Salem. So it's like, I don't have to deal with all that up there. Um, but it just, I don't know, it's just kind of a crazy time. It's kind of living a point of history where like my kids are going to learn about this stuff in school. Um, their kids are going to learn about 2020 yeah. uh, just, in their school. And it's just a really odd time to be in. Damn. Cause, so you're in Salem, right? Are people yeah. just like, we did the burning people at the stake thing a long time ago. You guys are too late. No, that's <laughs> no, the I'm other side kidding. of the country. Though. Okay. That's Salem, <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah. A little, little different. Yeah. I'm not a geographical Asian. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the name and I was like, it could either yeah, be cigarettes, like, oh. cigarettes or the place where they burnt people at the stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A <laughs> little different, a little different. I mean, that might not be on like the sign for like visitation. It's like, oh yeah, place in Salem witch hunt. But, oh, yeah, man. It's, it's been a process for everything that goes on, but uh, there's a lot to learn. I mean, like, I guess down to like the little details, that, that's one thing that I knew there's going to be a lot going into creating a brand, but it's down mm -hmm. to like, if you ever pick up like the box that you get a knife on and so, and look at like the wording on it, it's like, oh, that should be one, one point bigger. Like that's yeah. what it's down to as far as like, like what do you have to look at and go, okay, well, I want to put this here, put that there. I want this font to be just a little bit smaller. Yeah. I mean, that's a box. Like that's like not even the knife. It's important though, too, you know, yeah. presentation um, is really important. I mean, it, it, it depends, man. Sometimes the knife can kind of like give you enough of that mm -hmm. joy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I love Tucson knives and like the presentation is total garbage. Oh yeah, it's total horrible. Like, but then like you the see this unique thing and you know how little you paid for it. Yeah. And it's like this design that you're not going to find anywhere else. You're like, whoa. Yeah, because you know? they don't even put their uh, model numbers on the box. So it's just <laughs> they handwrite the thing like TS-165. Yeah. yeah, so that's you the thing about it. So, I mean, like, for the, so the, for the box that no, we have for the Orion Solaris is uh, unique to the knife. So it's not a, taking a, a current box and then just putting the knife in it. It's made you know, specifically for the knife, you know, the cutouts for the knife. Um, I actually am probably going to do a pocket pen. Uh, I don't know if you know what a pocket pen yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I carry one every day. Yeah, yeah. It's so kind of like a things... Fisher Space Pen for people yeah, that don't but know what it is. but it's plastic, so yep, I, mean, yep. I think I have one with me. I, it's I really good to put in an EDC kit if, like, you can't afford a Fisher, for example, or if you don't yeah. want to lose a Fisher. It's the same yeah, so, shape. Awesome. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I carry this because, like, I used to lose big pens all the time, mm -hmm. and then now I have a really bright pen, so if somebody takes my pen, I actually know who has it. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this is kind of the pen yep. that's in there. So this is going to be, uh, will be in the slot, because then on the box, wow. uh, if you go to Instagram, uh, there's actually a little slot, and, like, I wasn't going to put anything in the slot initially, uh, because that was for kind of after-sales service, where it was actually going to be, okay, if you buy the knife, and then you're going to buy, like, another backspacer and pivot collar, I'll put that into the slot. But then I was getting, I was thinking there's going to be too many questions of like, well, what's the slot for? And then it's like, yeah. well, it's for later. Yeah. So this is going to be in the slot and I'm looking at getting it uh, custom printed. So it'd be like Orion knives wow. and then probably the logo on the other side. And so pocket pens cool is box. cool with that? They're yeah, I, I'm going through pocket pen and yeah. then they actually uh, set me up with their people that do the custom printing. Uh, wow. So it is through them. It's USA made. So if you want to support a USA made company, uh, yeah. pocket pen is USA made. Yep. Um, the, the knife is not um, I tried <laughs> to find and that's one thing also like I tried to find an OEM in the US it's hard huh not done like you, it's very difficult to find somebody they're just too busy with their own knives uh, mm -hmm. so that's kind of another topic for things but uh, they're just really busy with their own products which is good that they're busy uh, yeah. but it just doesn't allow for people to come in and go okay well this is my design can you make it it's like no we can't mm -hmm. because we're working on our own stuff we need like an Elon Musk of the knife world to just like build a factory for the little people in America for like small makers, yeah. Oh yeah, you or know, it has Elon to be just, get on that, yo. Yeah, it has Tesla to be really. Lives. Yeah, it has to be really. Because um, the hard part is like even the transportation. So even if you had like different factories, okay, this one makes screws, this one makes the the yeah. um, scales, this one makes the blade heat treat, then you're gonna have to ship it all yeah. and then put it all together in one place. So it mm -hmm. just the cost is gonna just it, it can't compete. So maybe yeah. about a, a two hundred dollar knife is probably where the U.S. manufacturing would end up. It's like two hundred plus is kind of that that place to play in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I I I was sourcing like furniture and like uh, doorknobs and fixtures and things like mm -hmm. that, like high end ones. Yeah. And we just couldn't do it in America. It was like impossible for the for the cost. And and this is like high end stuff. So mm -hmm. rich people were buying it, and we still 
we're would have to charge too much. Yeah. Yeah. We would have to charge too much if we were going to, we were making like wild shit, like elephant doorknobs, like yeah. elephant fate, like, you know, like wild, yeah. wild stuff. And like, I was going to the Philippines with like waxes and I'm like, Hey, can you make this? Oh, awesome. And yeah, it's, it's, um, very interesting, man. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, I a lot of different jobs there. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Like in the Philippines, um, there, that's where the Bali song came from. Right. And like the yeah. knife fighting arts is basically like born there, like a lot of it. Right. But it's like, I don't see a lot of like folding knife, like people coming out of there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think yeah, you think there should be. Yeah. 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 I think the Cebu from, uh, who are the, where was the Cebu from? Is that artisan or? Yeah. I'm not even sure. Tuya knife. It's Tuya knife. Oh, Tuya knife Cebu. Yeah. I think that dude was a Filipino designer. Nice. Um, Dude, what have you been doing this? Uh, do you have a lot of free time usually? Or are you just working like nonstop? Uh, no, I mean, I have, um, I went from a salary life to an hourly life. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's something that is uh, fantastic. Right, so it's a little bit better for family um, and everything. And then uh, one of them that's coming by, Mr. Schmoog's, just walked in front of the yeah, I see a chi- I see a child. Mm. <laughs> I see a child. Hey, what's up, Eddie? <laughs> He's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah he's running away yeah we call him uh, so uh, normally on any podcast or any video that i do with him yeah i normally call him smogs bonds and mace not their real names but that's what i go by i want to have them on video if they're looking at knives talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. stuff it's adorable man have you, have, yeah. is that what you've been doing mostly in your free time like what do you do aside from spending time with the wife and the kiddos like do you watch tv do you watch movies or anything like what are you into you got a yeah. big movie collection in the back there yeah a big movie collection uh, so i mean we look at those sometimes we still have netflix hulu mm-hmm. um yeah. no, those type of channels mm-hmm. and then uh, i i gotta get back into games i want to get final fantasy 7 yeah uh, remake oh the remake yeah yeah yep. yeah yeah because then but i have a, a wii u um so okay. I'm, I'm i'm kind of behind the times a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um so they don't have a lot of um, games for it and i still play that every now and then um mm-hmm. also with the kids on that uh, but yeah i want to get you gotta get the switch dude <laughs> no i gotta get a playstation so i can get yeah. Final Fantasy yes. 7 remake uh, that's the only game that i want to buy it for I'm and then playing, of course there's gonna uh, be other ones I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima right now, which is on the PS4, and it's basically an open-world samurai game, and I am so in love with it. I mean, I have been behind... I'm supposed to... I announced, like, hey, I'm going to make a Patreon, like, three weeks ago, and I never did, because this game just landed in my lap. My friend who's in the industry was like, here's a code. You can nice. get the game for free, and it's like seven oh, yeah. bucks. Yeah, you might as well. So I, I, you know, I don't normally play single player games because Kelly and I like to play together. Mm-hmm. Started playing it, and dude, I have been bringing my PS4 to the shop every day, <laughs> nice. and I've been playing this game. So it's like, you know, the the Apex pass around and people sending knives for me to check out so I could react to them on YouTube has saved mm-hmm. my channel because yeah. I mostly do unboxings and this podcast at the moment. You know. Well, you, um, can, you can you can diversify you can have like the cat videos and like, people love yeah them, so i do you know what's crazy YouTube. uh carlos edc big red edc and myself yeah. are like at the helm of knife tiktok man like yeah, we're making knife videos on tiktok <laughs> and we like duet with each other and stuff and what i noticed <laughs> is uh with the this knife right here the centauri right from yeah. artisan I actually did a TikTok video of me like flipping it and showing the, you know, just like the beauty of it and stuff. And it didn't get taken down. No copyright. I think maybe they're changing their tune, man. You know, uh, Carlos EDC has been putting out pocket thumb videos and Big Red has just been, you know, kind of like just showing the knife with like some music behind it and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man. Very cool. I don't think I'm gonna go to TikTok though. Like I don't know. Still not for me. You know, I I think here here's my prediction on that. Right. Um, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I was like, I'm not gonna do. I don't look. I've never once done a silly dance on TikTok. Right. Yeah. I do EDCC stuff on TikTok, and um, you know, I've gotten some followers on YouTube, like from TikTok that came over and vice yeah, versa. Nice. And uh, I I think what's gonna happen is one, it's either gonna go away. Because social media platforms go away, mm-hmm. or two, uh, one of the social media platforms is going to fall off, Instagram or something like that, and that is going to be the emerging platform. That's what happens with all these 
things. Yeah, you know? and like, yeah, there might be a buyout too, and they'll yeah. kind of merge into yeah. the parent company. I mean, Instagram is making like a TikTok type thing. I forgot what it's called. I think it's called like Reel Reels or something, like a film reel. I I think that's what it's called. I don't know if I'm mistaken or not, but it's basically the same thing where you just do it like real quick. You could like the 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 page. You could subscribe to the page. You could comment all on one screen. Same as TikTok. Same editing. Same everything. You know. Yeah. So maybe that's gonna happen. But it's 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 cool. You know, to explore these alternative things, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, there's always something to take up time and um, kind of connect with folks. Yeah. So, you know, back to the topic of like, have you ever thought about stopping YouTube? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like is, is the hardship like just growth or like maybe you're in a speed bump with the creativity and yeah, I, mean, I think I think time. it is. Then, well, time and this creativity side, because then I really um, got into like the stop motion. I haven't done it in a long time, mm-hmm. uh, but but I did some cool stop motion stuff when I was doing kind of the intro. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's gonna be a cool thing to do. And then I ran out of things to do. I'm like, well, what else am I gonna do with that? And then it came to, um, I guess it's like kind of needing kind of like how a perfume store has like the bottle of um, coffee beans. You yeah. have to kind of refresh um, a little yes. bit. Yes. You kind of see things and you're like, yeah, I saw that already. I'm like, I'm not really excited about it, but I'm, mm-hmm. I have it. I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there wasn't anything that's like really a wow factor about the product. I'm just like, yeah. You mean like, uh, you mean like the knife wise, like knife yeah, wise. Yeah, the knife wise and yeah. everything, yeah. For me, it gets like, I get, I, I, I get a hint of staleness from the content that I'm making. Mm. And then I get like kind of upset, you know, with myself. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, but then what, what ended up happening was uh, there's so much like audience interaction now mm-hmm. and really people just send in knives so I can unbox them and act like a total idiot and they get a joy out of it. And I say funny things, you know, oh, like yeah. I'm not even wearing pants. Like I, and they like love that because, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I didn't have an AC like last week. <laughs> So I was just like, I'm not wearing pants again. Yep. And you guys can't Dying. even tell. And they just like love it, you know, like, yeah. And I think that's why, um, no, I think that's finding that niche to it. Cause then I think like, even if I had like went back to like having like under a hundred subscribers, if there was that interaction, uh, that's yeah. something that's really good. I guess uh, sometimes like you put up a video and then like you kind of see, well, maybe it didn't do as well, or maybe you don't get as many comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, okay, well, what am I doing with that? So having that type of interaction that you're getting is mm-hmm. something that's really good because it kind of lets you know that somebody's watching. You can have yeah. some type of conversation. Uh, so it actually you know, has some type of fulfillment to it. I think the lives and the podcast, man, I keep saying this. What's the timestamp on this? It's about 30 minutes. I'm going to talk about podcasting again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is where it came from. I did not mean to build this interaction. Mm-hmm. I just started doing the podcast and then i would you know like maybe go on twitter and then somebody will de- will message me and be like yo i watch a podcast i love it or i'll go on facebook and join like a facebook group that someone suggests to me and and then i introduce myself and they're like dude i love your show and i'm like i don't even think of this as a show this is just yeah. something i like do i like talking to you i like talking to you i like talking to my friends uh, I'm talking to Jimmy Slash this Thursday. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about him. And then his video <laughs> popped up on my YouTube feed. And I was like, I can't believe I never asked him to be on, you know? Yeah. And, and that's uh, one thing that's really good. Because I think I think that's where you always say, like, everybody start their own. But it's just, like, to to make that connection and schedule the time and then to do those things. Yeah. Um, that's, what, that's what I would have a problem with. Like, I don't mind the conversation. I really mm-hmm. love the conversations. Yeah. But actually get that time and like lock it down it's like all right i'm gonna be there and then this person (laughs) put that together that's it's just hard that way yeah and you know it was this week i didn't even know if we'd be able to get you in because carlos edc was supposed to be the guest this week yeah (laughs) but i'm 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 bumping him off for you he'll he'll understand he'll understand we're we're working for a friend we're trying to get your knife trying to spread the word out there He's going to get it, man. He's a really cool dude. Um, yeah. So right now we're at 40, I think 42% uh, mm-hmm. funded or backed um, yeah. as of making this video. So, um, so if we can just push it over, cause it kind of, it, it, it just really hope it goes well. It's, it's a good start. 
and then mm -hmm. just got to kind of keep with the momentum, push it up and get to that goal and then kind of yeah. push past. Cause I can't, I can't produce it if it doesn't meet the goal. Cause basically yeah. that's, um, that's um, ground zero. So I'm not making any profit up to that mm -hmm. goal. Yeah. Uh, so it's just to get it produced, uh, shipped to me, uh, yeah. produce the box, shipped to me right, and then right. ship everything out. Uh, so there's no, no profit margin or anything. It's just maybe that, that passion project type of thing that hopefully uh, can make something out of it and kind of move on from there. How many uh, people have checked it out so far? I know that we have an Apex Pass Around yeah. uh, thread on it. And um, yeah. have, have people put out videos for it yet? Yeah, and there's been quite a few. Even, uh, uh, I don't have the exact uh, channels that checked it out, but there's probably the dog's barking. Uh, but then that's yeah. about uh, probably eight. Uh, I... It'd be funny if you were like, my son is like <laughs> calling for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, there's uh, quite a few people that have checked it out already. So if you go to the website for Orion Knives, there's actually the reviews tab. And that's um, oh. everybody that's checked it out so far. I don't want to go through the names because I'm going to miss somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's quite a few of the people that checked out. And the good thing about it is that uh, out of everybody that checked it out, there wasn't anybody that that said, like, throw it away. Like, like don't bring yeah, that out. Yeah. It's horrible. It's been like, well, it would be good if you kind of tweak this little thing here. Uh, Preference-wise, mm -hmm. I would change this a little bit. Uh, but there hasn't been anything that was just horrible. So that's one thing that's kind of rewarding. In a sense, I gotta get oh, my dog. My, my dog's pretty old, so I have a, a miniature Australian Shepherd, and oh, she is cool. like 12, 12 years old, uh, getting a little bit of mobility issues. Yeah. Um. So um. CBD, so, so, dude. So yeah, I might have yeah. to. Let me yeah. know. Um. Yeah, let me know because to. uh, we do have a sale on dog treats right now. Because remember when the fireworks were going on? Yeah. yeah. Every in in New York City, they didn't stop, dude. They were going wow. on every day, all day long for like a month. Yeah, the dogs were just cowering in fear, like yeah, a lot of yeah. them. So, uh, we, droves of people just came in the shop, like looking for CBD dog treats to calm them mm -hmm. down. Like we have CBD oil for dogs too. Uh, yeah, I might have to hit you up on that because then yeah, she, her mobility is really bad. And so I mean, she's twelve years old now. Yeah, and then uh, just already on regular um, yep. regular medicine for yep. as far as that goes. It definitely uh, so. helps, you know, and it's like a natural thing. It doesn't really mess with any other medications except for like blood thinners and you're not giving your dog that. No, no, <laughs> like, no. Yeah, but um, it really helps. I've seen like a big change, like when an old timer dog comes in the shop to be allowed dogs to come in mm -hmm. and I'm just chatting with their owner and, you know, we give them a treat and they kind of just, you could just tell there's like a change in demeanor, like after yeah. like 20 minutes or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we go back to, to, the movie thing yeah. like are you watching a lot of stuff like do you not have time i mean no i do have time and that's one thing about um being uh hourly uh, so i'm actually home a lot more with family uh i guess i didn't really realize uh, how how much i was gone um as far as hours as well as like mentally as far as like i'm still thinking about other things when i was doing a salary salary job mm -hmm. uh, so that's where uh, it's kind of nice to kind of have that break away and actually do something um do something else yeah, like what? What do you do? Like, do you watch a lot of like family movies or something? Is that? Like yeah, we're we're watching like a Savage, Adam Savage builds. No, we're doing. Oh, okay, uh, that's yeah, cool. Oh yeah, it's really cool. And then we're doing uh, like um, Forge and Fire. I found out there's a guy that actually <laughs> was in actually in Salem too. So I reached yeah. out to him. Uh, so he has a little uh, thing that you can actually go and actually forge a knife. Mm -hmm. uh, he does that type of stuff. So it's actually kind of interesting. Might do that. Uh, maybe sometime later this year, maybe next Dude, year. Dude, Forged and Fire is like a pretty fun show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like it too. Yep. And then, you know, they got a Filipino guy in there, man. Doug oh, Markaida, oh, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug Markaida is Filipino, man. Or it will kill. Yeah, it will kill. It will yeah. cut. He says the same thing. And he says it like so Filipino too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So uh, l let me ask you this. Like, what have you been carrying lately? Since you don't have, you told me you didn't have a prototype of the Orion. Yeah, How yeah, many my, do you my, have going out right now? How many? Uh, are I have a total. Have? I have a total of four that I had produced. I had uh, one go over to um, Jack Farmboy, which is also mm -hmm. Gearhouse Media. So yes, uh, yes. All, the video, um, mm -hmm. the photos that are on there are all Gearhouse Media. So if you guys need to get that mm -hmm. type of service, then reach out to him on Instagram. Yep. Uh, so he helped me out uh, to get those things going. So one's with him. Two are going around, and then I send out a third one. Um, to a few people um, and then that's I probably should have kept on to it because I need to finalize some things and I need to get back in hand so after it's uh, with Sean um, it'll come back to me 
and I'll finalize everything and I'll, I'll probably send it out again. Because um, I thought but, Zach had it, right? Yeah, Zach had it. And, um, so that's where it started from. So that was actually, I was able to meet up with him and I had it on me and I, I let him take a look at it. Oh, shit. Uh, so, that, <laughs> so that was that was the one I had. Wow, so you guys like, met up. I'm jealous, man. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he, he's up in um, Oregon City area. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in um, Salem. So how so did you feel about that, like, Blade Show cancellation thing? I mean, I saw that coming from a mile was, away. Was yeah, like, it was oh. coming. I mean, if, if with how much the city blew up and everything else, I mean, it just, yeah, it's not a good time for it. No, so, I mean, it's a big loss to the community, big loss yeah. to the Blade Show, yeah. all the vendors. Uh, so it's really hard for the whole industry in that sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was coming. It was like, it's not going to work. I mean, it, and so many, so many people weren't going. So all the... Like, even though people don't like Chinese brands, like the Chinese brands weren't going. So yeah. it would have been a very interesting show. Well, it would have been even more interesting if the Chinese brands did go and all the mm. exhibitors are wearing hazmat suits, except for Greg Medford. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely interesting guy. I mean, he had the new slip joint too. That's kind of yeah. interesting that he came out with. I, I don't use, I don't normally touch that stuff. You know what I mean? I a lot of people ask me about it. Um, you know, and I I tend to stay away from the the drama. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I I, I just kind of steer away from it. But I do think it's funny, and that was just my little jab at it. You know what I'm saying? If Blade yeah. Show did happen, everyone's wearing protective gear except the Medford boots. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> And it'll be interesting to see how um, next year goes. So as long as things happen and everything, mm -hmm. it, um, should be able to kick back up yeah. um, and actually you know, still be a good time. I think the, 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 the virus is just always going to be around. We're just not going to be affected the way yeah. you know, we were initially. And, uh, you know, yeah, you it'll be and it's hard. You can't really tell even now, mm -hmm. like what's real and what wasn't real. Cause then there's yeah, both sides will say, well, well, it's, you know, it, yeah. it's this worse and it's going to get worse. And it's like, well, it never was. And everybody's fine if you're not 60 years old. And yeah. uh, so that's kind of, you get both sides of it. So it's, I can't really tell. And nobody's going to back down. It's going to be like, yeah. no, I'm right. And you're wrong. And I look, oh, yeah, I'm, in yeah, New York, right. I'm in New York city. And a lot of people here think that, we should stay closed, right? Oh, wow. But wow. I think that we need to open back up because yeah. the ramifications, and I, was I forgot what I was talking about this with, uh, maybe it was mild-mannered EDC, the, the consequences of an even longer shutdown, mm -hmm. I'm already seeing them right now. Yeah. I see more poor people. I see more people on drugs, um, just begging for money, just that I would... Some people, I'm like, bro, you're wearing like Jordans, but then they're like, I lost my, you know, I believe them though, because people are not making money right now. I'm lucky enough to be in a business where I can still make money and I still go to work every day. A lot of people are not able to do that, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard with it. I mean, you still don't want to have the loss of life and mm -hmm. like, it's still horrible if that's the cause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, you can't, it's never going to be totally like, okay, well you can't open unless everyone's safe. Like nobody's ever going to be safe. Every yeah. single person. Yeah. So it's impossible. Mm -hmm. Like what's crazy is like Kelly has only been doing virtual training sessions for personal training um, through Equinox. She hasn't worked like we said, I mean, gyms are closed. Yeah. So she's just been personal training through Zoom, actually, what we're using right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has clients, I think, Monday through Friday. So she makes a little bit of money on that. And she still gets money from unemployment because she's technically not working. Yeah, good. And, um, uh, but, yo, she's into, the, yo, what is your wife into, man? Because my girl is, like, into plants now. Mm -hmm. She's been in quarantine. She flips plants. <laughs> like, she sells them. Interesting. And she's doing, like, awesome yeah, like good. She just started her Instagram like two weeks ago. She's almost at 500 followers already. <laughs> She's already sold like so many plants, like yeah, through Etsy. She's got an Etsy site. She's imported from Korea. Like, wow. You know, yeah, follow uh, Happy Go Sucky, by the way, on Instagram. That's not a sexual thing, that's succulents. <laughs> okay. It's a funny play on words but she's, she's your business person though i mean you gotta like have her work out your contract deals and yep. everything yeah it's so funny because i had to have the conversation with her but i was like you have to have a podcast <laughs> yeah. no because i looked up on youtube as like you know succulent podcasts or whatever mm -hmm. and there's none right and i yeah. I, I just because she was asking me like what should i do and i was like you want to go really fast 
posts three times a day on Instagram and posts mm-hmm. stories every day. And she's growing so fast. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. She's she's gonna do a podcast on Thursday. Oh, awesome! You know, um, but yeah, man, it's it's a really cool thing. Like that's what she's into right now. She's like selling plants, and I I I just wonder like how many, uh, of the EDC community wives like are yeah. into this thing because it's like a big thing. My brother's wife bought plants from her. She's like, oh, I've always wanted to be into that. I'm like, yeah, it's no, like, I mean, my wife does like a lot of the the little um adult coloring books. And so yeah, like yeah. the ones were in more intricate, not in like mm-hmm. the little kids books. Yeah. And so she does I will, those. I will use the little kids books. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. But <laughs> games on her tablet, mm-hmm. uh, things like those things. Uh, so it's not, it's, and then also planning for vacation. So we're probably going to do a road trip yeah. um, here in um, probably a month or maybe two months. So we're yeah. going to try and do a road trip. So that's kind of a fun thing to plan. Do you guys go like camping or something or like, what do you guys No, not like really camping. Do? No, we kind of just have a destination and then uh, so we drive to that whatever city and actually drive around because a lot of times when you you just go and pick up a, a hotel you're like well that looks nice you get there it's like horrible like i would not yeah. stay here i don't feel <laughs> safe uh so then that's where we drive to the city and drive around and actually okay well where do we want to stay and then we see a hotel we park in the parking lot call the hotel you guys have any openings yes no and if they do then we just stay there that's kind of the way that we um, yeah. we do that it only it backfired on us twice one in montana and one in like the um the wine country in california we just couldn't find a hotel at all wow yeah my mom loves to plan vacations for the family man she has a timeshare thing with Wyndham, like the mm-hmm. resort yeah. right so like mm-hmm. we just pick a resort like near wherever we want to go and we get to stay there. I could even go to like Vegas and we have a timeshare there. Uh, no, awesome. for, I don't know what's going on with that now though. Right. Cause you can't really yeah. like travel. My mom was, uh, ha- had a ticket to the Philippines and um, they canceled all flights. Well, yeah. So you can't get so in. If you're, like get if you're elderly. Yeah. No, it's like weird. If you're of a certain, I, I don't really remember uh, what she said, but she's like, basically I can't go because um certain age. Huh. Like you can't travel from the U.S. It's just wild out there yeah. right now, you know. Um, but yeah, man, dude, dude, the Solaris. Yeah. What uh, what else do you want to say about it? Um, you know, aside from what we've talked about already. Like, yeah, I think that's where like, I also want to get experience making it. Like, any cool stories? Uh, it's it's been just really cool to to see it kind of come to to production level or at least prototype level at this point um, because like so many times you you start with an idea and you, you never really get it to that point where it's like well this would be cool if I could do this uh, but then uh, it's it, it's been a struggle I mean don't get me wrong uh, it's been uh, something that's kind of I have to learn everything like even doing like the bulk mailers and the website and all those things. It's just a lot of learning. Uh, so reaching out to even Monterey Bay knives, like it was kind of cool to kind of be able to talk to folks and say, what do you use for shipping? What do you use for your label? Oh, so you did talk and, to the, to other, other. Uh, oh yeah. Makers, yeah. Right? That's one thing that's kind of nice about it as far as being able to, and, and that's one thing about the knife community. It seems like most people are pretty open to it. They're just not like, no, that's my thing. I don't want yeah. you to get into my business. Uh, they actually are open to it and say, this is what I use. This is what I use for shipping. This is what I use. Even the um, I, a thermal printer I picked up uh, was mm-hmm. a, a recommendation from Monterey Bay Knives. It's like, this is a thermal printer I use. And then um, I picked it up. Uh, so that's kind of how that went. So it's kind of building um, basically all of those little baseline things. So, so mm-hmm. if this is successful, uh, then I can actually bring out um, different products afterwards and I'll already have the baseline done. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of been uh, building that foundation to actually have something that can kind of continue on if it can actually work. Yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hard, um, but it's, been, it's hard, but it's. How, how did you decide on the logo? Uh, the logo no, itself, no, I talk about the website too. No, my kids, uh, I have three boys. I have triplet boys. So yeah, I was going to ask, I recall yeah. you saying you had triplets. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all the same age. So there's all six. Uh, so terrible twos, I don't agree with that at all. It's like terrible five, terrible six, um, because that's where they have an idea of having their own destiny. Like, mm-hmm. like, it's like you can't just say do this, and then they go yes. You go do this, and it's like why? I would rather do this. Uh, so, so that's where um, that age group is a little bit difficult. Uh, but basically, them. Uh, 
I remembered when we would go outside sometimes and then they'd be like just so excited about like it's like, <laughs> it's like Orion Orion the constellation Orion's belt okay and so that's where it, it kind of worked into that and that's where I was going to name the model originally Orion and then uh, I made the brand Orion then I was kind of stuck because then I didn't have a name for the knife uh, so it took a while and I was actually asking the community and I forgot the name of the person but he goes by Hollywood something actually recommended Solaris uh, that was out of the grouping that um, that uh, that recommended so I was like yeah that actually works pretty well kind of bounced around a little bit mm -hmm. and decided on that but the logo itself is the three stars so basically I have three boys three stars mm -hmm. yeah kind of went along with that and then um, yeah the constellation and kind of That's where awesome. everything connected you can make a line of like just constellation y kind of astrological theme. Yeah, right? and yeah, and that's, that's where dope. that's where like yeah, that. Solaris. Yeah, Solaris I really decided on that because it, it was kind of like um, when it's a Latin word and it's mm -hmm. of the sun. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's where kind of everything else, um, other products and everything else would kind of orbit around uh, this knife. So I don't want to change uh, the knife necessarily is kind of going to be kind of that baseline, like the Rat 2, Rat 1. Mm -hmm. uh, so it'll be basically Orion knives. Solaris will kind of always be there. At least the plan is to have it always be there. Wow, man. Dude, that's crazy. Um, so now uh, when it comes to the Solaris, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what, are, what scale options do you have currently right now? Uh, currently, it's just the Black G10. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't want to go too crazy as far as offering like 16 different options and all that stuff. Uh, one, the manufacturing wouldn't allow me to do that. Yeah. Uh, second, it's just just way too many because you're going to have like two people that want this way and the other five people want this way, 50 people want it this way. It's just too many options. Uh, so I want to get it off the ground, get it into people's hands first. And then with it being kind of a modular item, you can, okay, well, now I want this type of scale or now I want that type of scale, um, that different type of pivot collar and backspacer. And then uh, if it works, I'm gonna also look at the, the cost of doing a modular blade and handle scale. So if like for you, it has to pass the palm test. Yes. Uh, so yes. this one might What's not. What's the blade length on the Solaris, by the uh, way? It's basically, now, depending on where you measure it, at the top of it, it's a 3.17, bottom okay. is about 3.25. Okay. Uh, so that's where it um, depends on where you measure that knife. Yeah. Uh, but, but for folks that need to have a shorter knife, um, basically the lock and everything else would be modular, all the parts, and then I'll just change the scales and the blade. Oh, and then you could have either a, a large knife. And a person knife or can, can just do that. Yeah. yeah and then that's you can have dope. a large knife or you can have a small knife. So I'm going to see what the cost is. So first we have to get the funding. So mm -hmm. about 42% now. Uh, so if we can get to 100%, then we can kind of look at um, those stretch goals, other things there. And then um, once produced, then I'll look at um, doing uh, that type of modular uh, setup. That's interesting. I don't know of any other company doing that right now. Uh, it's usually is. just scale options. But yeah. no one says, hey, I'm making a new blade shape, like a Warney Solaris. I mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying, right? Like, it's kind yeah. of a cool idea. Yeah, and I think it would work. Um, I just don't know by cost-wise if it would be easier mm -hmm. just to produce a whole new knife. Uh, but for the people that have, like, okay, well, I bought the original Solaris, and then you're coming out with this other knife, and say, well, instead of buying a new knife, just buy the scales and the handle. Uh, yeah, or, or like the hardware or something, like, you know. Yeah, or if you, or if you want um, the S35 blade and you bought the, you yeah. know, the 14C28, well, here's the new blade, just put in your knife. Uh, and it's and like then, lowering what you would have to pay instead yeah. of buying a whole Yeah, instead new, of buying a whole new knife, you're, you're still you still have know. to buy the blade. But you also have a spare blade if you want to sell it off or do anything that's else. That's interesting. That's really not that's being the, done right now. Yeah, so that's the plan for it um, if that is feasible. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of where I've been thinking about for um, kind of having that extra large or that small uh, within that range. That's a pretty cool idea, man. I like that. Uh, let me ask you this. Like what EDC like item do you carry that's not a knife that like you have to have every day? Uh, like a light or something or? Yeah, I always have, I have my light, and then I have the the pop up leather uh, that I brought out earlier. Uh, so like, wa like wallet? Uh, no, it's a little slip. Okay. Oh, so oh shit! Cool. Yeah, what's so a, what's on the inside? What's that? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a it's a Kershaw pub. Oh, I have. I I was going like this, reaching for my neck because I usually have it on a necklace. Yeah, I carry that every day. All, like pocket lint and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's but, one of my favorite, like 
knives ever because I always have it on me. I don't know yeah, why. I mean, it has it has the pry bar, it has the mm -hmm. bottle opener, it has it's yeah. just really good, and it just fits into that slip. Uh, so I've that's used that hand, pry bar hand. as a flathead like many times. Yeah. So yeah, that's, it's, this is what I carry every day, mm -hmm. and then I added this in uh, as far yeah. as the little light. What which what is one is that? Uh, this is the mass drop one uh, or drop, I guess it is now. Yeah. So drop light, this titanium, uh, mm -hmm. and then it just has three modes. Yeah. Have you? Uh, do you have any uh, discussions with mass drop? I know that they've done uh, yeah. stuff with us before. Yeah, um, we have one going around now as far as the Gareth Bull. Um, yeah. Mira. Oh, I opted yeah, for Mira. that one. Yeah, it's the knife pretty. that made everyone angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, and, and then and then the bombshell came out. This and made everyone angry again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's oh, very man. pretty now for yeah. for that knife. It's not the uh, I think the Shem Shemwari. Yeah, is the one that like everybody likes. But then yeah, yeah. Mira, oh wait, that's not what we have. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was yeah. the Shemwari by We, yeah. right? The one that. Yeah. Sham weary is what they call it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But the Mira is—it's uh, a—it was really off of Bob Bob's knife, um, Bob Terzula or Terzula. Yeah, yeah, I, I know the name. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, it was basically based off of one of his designs. So Bob actually signed off on it uh, before it went to drop. So it wasn't a matter of stealing designs or anything like that. Uh, so no, it's a really uh, nice knife. Um, mm -hmm. I found it to be a little slick. Yeah, because um, it's it's so pretty. It's polished uh, as far as the carbon fiber, uh, but yeah, it's it's a nice front flipper. Did you get the Williamson Copenhagen knives yet? Uh, yeah, I already had it. Um, so I think I was first to get it because then they actually dropped you it were? off at Shot Show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so, um, so I actually to... bought a ready. Oh, the red E, yeah, yeah, yeah. ready, and and that's the one. Uh, that's kind of a one thing that I learned now from having the ready mm -hmm. is um, any pocket, any knife that I make, I will probably want a little bit of space above the pocket clip, yeah, um, because um, that's the first knife while fidgeting with it, I went and cut my fingertip uh, because they really? normally normally my hand wraps around a little bit, and so I'm flipping it back and forth, yeah. and oh, I'm it. in the car, I'm in the car, and then like it just fell down and like chopped the tip How of my bad. finger, and like. Uh, it didn't fall off. I mean, it like cut maybe like two two thirds two thirds of the way through. Uh, fingertips grow back, by the way. Uh, but but it cut like two thirds of the no one third of the way through my yeah. fingertip. And I was like, ah, it's like how did that even happen? And I'm like yeah. looking at it, and it's like, oh, because then my finger wrapped just around a little bit over that pocket yeah. clip, and the pocket you clip is like... just and the pocket clip is right in um, almost lined up with that mm -hmm. um, that opening. So it was yeah. kind of one of those things where I didn't think about before that. I've, I've cut myself with the red E like too, but I, I love that. Now, if I was going to choose uh, right now, actually, uh, for the price point, like that is mm -hmm. on the front lines of like one of my favorites for the year oh, yeah. for me. Yeah, for, for I think the main thing that sets on apart is, oh, my dog. <laughs> Wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> I might got to grab her. Yeah. Um, but, well, we're going to be ending here soon. We've done like over an hour already, you know, but um, yeah, go but ahead. The, ready, the, the sound itself for the ready oh. is what sets it apart. That yes. click clack. Oh, man. That, and like, like there's something about yeah. the sound of that knife. It's like, and that's something that, you know, yeah, like that's I, something that, that, that you can't really put into, even if the design looked like totally horrible, if it had yeah. that sound, it would probably sell still. Yeah. Like I just have never heard that really before. Yeah from a knife and it's not sloppy sounding no. you know what i mean I, I think they did a really good job with that one plus plus the price is like you can get it for like six to eight bucks in some places oh, yeah, nice. so i'm like what is going on right now yeah yeah you know? it's really good that's yeah. one thing that like there's certain things that um that make up a knife and the sound of it mm -hmm. is one of those factors yeah dude we did an hour um, is there anything that you want to tell the people before we get going? I'm going to yeah. look, I'm going to say it again before we close out with yeah. David's comment here. If whoever backs the Solaris the most that's watched this podcast, send us a screen cap. Uh, we're going to do a whole thing and then I'll give you some, or like, if you want airtime on the podcast, I'll be willing to do that. Uh, if you want to make a video with me, something cool, creative that you're never awesome. going to get anywhere else, I'm willing to do that. So anything you want to tell the people, man? Yeah, like, yeah just talking about the knife. I mean, if, if I just want to get it produced and uh, get it into folks' hands and actually get to that final um, ending point, uh, it's what do you get with it? 
eighty dollars. Oh, what am I? <coughs> oh, Diane. <laughs> no, eighty dollars. So you get eighty dollars shipped uh, domestically. Uh, that's what you get. Uh, you get the knife. You get the box that's specifically made for the knife. You get a pocket pen with it, which I'm working on, which is probably going to be 100% there. Uh, you get a, a sticker that's going to be just for the Kickstarter. You do not get that any other time. So if you mm -hmm. order the knife and get a backer sticker, that's going to be the only time you're going to get that exclusive sticker for it. You're going to get a knife, of course, uh, with either a satin, which is polished, or you're going to get a stonewashed blade and then either black, black with blue or black with red as far mm -hmm. as your accents. And that's all $80 shipped domestically for you. Uh, we're looking at uh, probably a delivery time around February. I know that seems a long time away. Uh, but, but the, the world time, is stalled, man. We yeah, all the, time, the timeline's on the Kickstarter. You can see exactly why it's taking that long. Uh, even for uh, Kickstarter themselves, they said it might take up to 20 days to actually get funding uh, mm -hmm. for it. So even when it ends, they won't actually give the money over possibly for 20 days. So yeah. that's where it already kind of puts things back a little bit. But excited. Hopefully you guys are excited. Uh, push the button and kind of invest in your lifestyle <laughs> and get uh, an Orion Solar Solaris knife. Yeah, everyone go get that. I'm going to flash uh, Blade Banter's Instagram, YouTube. Uh, does Orion have its own page as well? Yep, or? yep. Orion Knives. Uh, so mm -hmm. um, I have an Orion Knives Instagram too. Um, mm -hmm. Now I'm forgetting what the handle is on it, but it's the uh, Ryan Knives official. Uh, yeah, but, I'll yeah, put it on there. the bottom here. <laughs> yeah, the logo's there, so you'll be able to see the logo, and it's, it'll be all right. Dude, thanks for doing this, man. Like I said before, when you design a knife, you can come back on here, and we can talk yeah, about it. It yeah. was great having you on. Um, I really appreciate all the hard work you do for the Apex Fastron group, and I hope that this helps uh, the process, man. And, you know, whether it gets funded or not, I thought it, I think it's a really dope idea. And, you know, I want you to keep going, keep designing knives. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. everybody else for watching. Let's see who wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.